Welcome to episode number 116 of HearthCast, recorded for you on April 19th, 2012, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. I am Root, I'm a level 85 warlock, and we're a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. And I'm Freckleface, I am a 85 Heladin, and today we have a special interview with Resident Evil, or as Rez, as we affectionately like to call him. And we're going to be talking about um, what he's up to, killing time between now and Mr. Pandaria. Um, also in this episode, we have um, some of your whispers. Rudy, get called out twice. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, we also have an auction house tip, a learn to speaks good noob section. I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> that's funny. That's going to be another surprise. Um, and we're going to wrap it up with some hot seat questions. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. Drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And System.com with the Remote Infrastructure Management and the IMG, the International Mastermind Group. I want to give a shout out to our guildmates. That's the Horderlies on the Deathwing server. To our friends on Facebook, you can find us at Facebook.com slash HearthCast. You can check out our status updates or videos that we like to link from other blogs and our cool screenshots. It's just a good time all around. That Darnell makes me laugh. He makes you laugh too. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Run. <laughs> I didn't even finish watching that video. I just started laughing oh my and then goodness. I walked away. It's so good. Um and also to our followers on Twitter, you can follow us. I am at Hearthcast Freck. Heart, uh, root is at Hearthcast Root. And the show is <laughs> the just at Hearthcast. at Hearthcast. right. So Freck. So Root. What's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Um, I leveled my Warlock a little bit. I got stuck in stuck Ashenvale. Yeah, I in got Ashenvale. stuck. Yeah, there's a couple of quests where you were supposed to um, mount up on this Kodo called Brutus. Yeah. I've done that one. I will Apparently I can't. Oh. Um, the first one, I'm following this orc woman around, and she's like, "Come on, let's go get on the mount." I'm like, "Okay." Um, I kind of ran it through. There is nothing for me to hop onto. You know that little loopy arrow didn't come mm-hmm. up, and I was like, "Well, maybe I'm missing something." So I just I mounted up in my regular mount and followed her, <laughs> and she fought everyone off, and then she, you know, got. Wounded by the arrow, and then she... Uh, took an arrow to the knee? To, yeah, to the arrow knee, and then we um, went to the encampment, and she fell off dramatically, and I didn't, I didn't get credit for the quest. Oh. But I went back and did it again, and that time it worked. Apparently, it just automatically um, pulls you onto the Kodo, uh-huh. which it missed doing. Were you mounted at the time, or anything? No. Oh, strange. So I don't know what happened. Now, the sequel to that quest is called To the Rescue. Um, that time, it did pull me on the Kodo. Ooh. And we went. Yeah, you go back the other way. Yeah, we go back to the yeah. way, and like you, you stop in the road to fight all these archers. Um, I was in the road for a good five minutes. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hearth. There's no leave vehicle command because I wasn't technically on a vehicle. So you're sitting on on Brutus. Yeah. Whoa. I had to log out. Oh no. Yeah, and then I logged back on. Um, then I was, you know, everything was gone. Huh. 
Um, Mount Zeb did it again. And then I looked on the forums. Apparently it's a common problem. Where someone's like, okay, the solution is you have to exit the game completely, log back in. Delete your hearth- WTF folder. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, hearth back. Take off your clothes, or at least clothes Whoa. that are animated. What, 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 what? What? The clothes that are animated, that are glowy. Back are you erping again? No, I was not wearing oh. anything glowy, so I don't know what that was. What? So, and then they're like, oh, then you get a run, you get to fly there, but don't fly to the actual flight point. Fly to like a separate flight point and then run in. Like, okay, if you do all of that, then it'll work. Well. I think that's just someone saying, walk away from the quest and come back a little bit later once it resets. Because it takes about that much time to do everything you just talked about. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what happened. So, I waited a few days, logged back on. I did hearth to the crossroads and then ran up. I didn't have anything glowy. I didn't bother taking off my armor. Um, when I got there, I saw Brutus and I tried to talk to the guy to get back on the Kodo again. And he's like, oh, no, he's watering the bushes. Come back later. <laughs> I was like, well, that's awkward. Using bathroom. I know. Kodo using a bathroom. But, but he was sitting right there. That's what well. I don't understand. And... Maybe he's a big Kodo. No, okay, I understand. I understand the role playing aspect of it, but but the gameplay. Why is that implemented into this quest? Um, of you having to wait on something. Maybe somebody else is on the quest and it wouldn't mess up. Maybe because it's but not isn't phased. it? It's not I phased. Doubt it, no. No. Oh, the weird thing was before that when it glitched the second time, when I got to the same spot, I saw myself run off. Whoa! Yeah, it's weird. It's like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. It was really strange. So yeah, it sounds like. Then way. I aban- I thought, okay, well, I'll just abandon the quest, and I abandoned the quest and picked it up again. He told me the same thing as watering the bushes. <laughs> I was like, well, enough of this. <laughs> and I logged off. I didn't have a single problem with it. Apparently not. It was on my rogue. That's all I've done this week. What have you been doing? Well, I'm um, so glad you asked. Thank you. Uh, we're back down to um, one day a week for our. Uh, Rating is that because all you need? Yeah, we're done nice. in under two hours. Oh, nice. So I don't know if we're if we're if we're ready for heroics yet. I don't know. Oh, don't know. Um, I know we're talk, start talking about maybe doing an alt night as well. Yeah, Starting, on Thursday. You know, yeah, instead of starting. But I think Thursday. we're flipping it this week because uh, I mean, I, you know, enough of us I don't think are going to be there tomorrow night. That's not what the guild message says. Well, you know, the guild yeah, we update stuff in the chat room. Time. Well, yeah, so. that's not fair. Um, yeah, yes, it is. Join the chat room. Um, sure. What else? What else have been doing? Oh, I've been going through like achievements. Oh. Um, cooking stuff. Cooking and fishing. Trying to get that out of the way. And like um, the other day I was like, oh, you know, I just you know, hit Y, bring up the thing. What, what can I do that's like easy, you know? Okay. And there's one about, you know, we'll cook up some buddy's brew, some dr- beer drink you can make. Okay. Was it the Captain Rumsey? Yeah, that, the Captain yeah. Rumsey thing. I'm like, um, all right. And so yeah. I was like, well, let me see if I got the recipe. And I had the recipe. I was like, okay. And I was okay. standing right by a vendor who sold the stuff and I bought the stuff. And, and I was like, okay, that was really easy. Why would I get an achievement for that? No. So I went to, wow, hey, this is kind of inverse. You know, I look at it. I got the stuff I did. And I'm like, okay, that was too easy. Right. So I went to Wowhead. And apparently, um, it's like at one point in time, and I don't know if it's still the same, but apparently that, that recipe was a hard-to-get drop, a rare drop or whatever. I think it came from the Shatrath um, dailies. Fishing, yeah. Yeah, the cooking dailies. Yeah, that, the cooking. Yeah, that was yeah. the holdup with the um, with the Burning Crusade level of cooking was that so many quests you can only do after 
like the chocolate cake, you have to just keep doing this dailies until you happen to get that drop oh, as wow. a reward. As opposed to the Northrend where you just save up... Um, your points. Sa- yeah, yeah, Northrend and the Cataclysm, you save your points. You get to purchase what you want. You can well, I guess I got lucky then because I had, the, I had yeah. it. And so I was yes, like, well, did. that was stupid. Um, I'm still waiting. I, I realize that I don't know how long it's been that way, but I'm missing like one uh, Dalaran fishing quest. Mm. Which one? Yeah, the one I'm missing. I don't know the name of it. Oh, okay. You go Fair fish enough. something up. <laughs> so I, I thought I was done with Dalaran. I mean, I got to go back. Yeah. But that's where my hearth is, which for me right now makes sense because I can hearth back to Dalaran. If I need to port to Org, there it is. If I need to port to the burning, uh, the, the, the portal, the dark portal, I got the port for that. Is there still? Yeah, yeah, it's right next to where you port in in, in Org. Oh, okay. So I, I go from Dal to Org, from Org to the port, <laughs> from the portal to wherever I need to go in Northern. Sure, sure. And so it just right now makes sense for me to keep my, my hearth there. Um, And so, yeah, just been kind of going through there. I, I want to start, I've got like one dungeon to do uh, Malagos from Burning Crusade. I think that's the one. Pretty sure it's that one. Anyhow, I got to go kill him. So I get that done. I don't think I get anything. I get a title. No, not a title. It just like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I really want to start working on like all the old stuff. Like I just want to go through and start walking through the achievements from all the dungeons that I never did. And yeah, a lot of them are going to start like being because I don't care about doing it on on level. I'd like to see the place. I don't really need to experience the place on level. So I'm thinking about trying to get a group together like on a Monday night. And just kind of go face roll some stuff and see what it was about. That'd be awesome. Are you in? I'm in. Stuff we could just face roll. Oh, you never ran Kara with me all the way through. Sad. We can go run Kara all the way through. That's fine. That's all right. I want to run Oldham. I never got got to the big arm guy where you fight the left arm and the right arm. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I I did it, but I wiped. Uh, I ran that with the Hortelies. Did you me? What am I doing Mondays? I don't know. What are you doing Mondays? I don't know. Well, it doesn't have to be Mondays. It can be Monday or Tuesdays or well, whatever that's when day you guys you have been doing stuff though. Mondays? Not really. That's what we, we just get on. Oh, my Tuesdays are opening up. Well, good. Yeah. We'll work something out. Yeah. And um, you know, we do have. <laughs> it, it's 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 a weird setup tonight, and I, I can't get to the drum roll sound effect. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> so we don't it's have the quite drum roll. All right. It's quite all right. Yes. All right. Well, we have. Well, get there. Oh. With a herald instead. Well, yeah, you gotta have something to, to announce the news. Do we not? You can just make sound effects with your mouth. <laughs> hey! Leave it in the show! I don't understand what I said. <laughs> That's even better that way. Um, For the ninth? I don't know, I forgot to count. We moved. The studio. Hearthcast moved the whole studio. Is that right? Yeah. We now have our own suite downtown, yeah. Orlando. And uh, we are working some kinks out still because we, we hastily got the stuff over here. It's messy. Sorry. <laughs> There's wires everywhere. There's the soundproofing's not up on the walls. The lighting's not right, but which is important for a podcast. So. <laughs> Well, you know, you do sound like you record 
with the lights off, so we got to yeah, work on that. Someone said that. I remember that. That was weird. That was just kind of. So we got to work on that. We got to get all the ambiance. Just the right. ambiance. <laughs> you brought in this little that light you brought in like changes colors. It mesmerizes me. It went from green to blue just now. Yes, it did. It's, I could stare at it for hours. Well, don't. It's okay. disconcerting. We need your attention here on the okay, podcast. Sorry. So yeah, I guess the big news of what we're trying to say is is that the Hearthcast we now have our own studios. Yay! Yay! And um, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, in the coming weeks, we'll be you know improving it for, so we can get the audio quality. We got to get the room tuned and everything else, but it's cool stuff. And uh, that, that's our that's our big news of the week. All right, so we have several emails this week. Um, the first one is from the Christie. You seem to talk a lot with other people in your podcast who play WoW. Do you work for WoW, or do you just know a lot of people that play WoW? Um, well, we don't work for WoW. We don't. We work for Blizzard. <laughs> um, no. But where I work, yes, we do have a lot of people who play World of Warcraft. And up until this episode, uh, for the last probably year or more mm-hmm. or so, eh, less than a year, um, the, we've been recording at our offices. So we've had my studio equipment uh, crammed into corners and, and people, other people's offices and sales managers' offices uh, for about the last year. And so what would happen is we would have people who were you know, leaving the office who happened to play, who were in our guild as well, uh, who would you know, just stop by and say hello. Which, I miss some of that here. Yeah. Not going to have that, really. We can schedule them, schedule them in. Now, when you started there, did you just happen to find other people who played WoW, or did you just kind of what, did you influence them? It was really funny. Yeah. Um, I think I've told this story before, but it bears telling game. It's okay. Um, my very first day on at, at Riptide, KFE was showing me around, giving me a little tour of tours. And he goes, oh, by the way, um, do you play WoW? And I kind of went, wow. And he said, yeah, World of Warcraft. And I was like, yes, I play World of Warcraft. And he said, well, do you know BRK? And I oh, said, I've heard of BRK. <laughs> and he goes, well, here's his desk right here. And it's just like, oh, angel, angels right. singing, the lights coming out. I was like, BRK works here. The collision of the universe just happened where... Because there's there's a lot of backstory to that too. Actually, prior to Hearthcast, um, I almost uh, did a podcast with BRK. Oh, um, he just his schedule kept changing, and he ended up not doing it. But we were scheduled to meet, and everything else just never happened. Yeah. So for us to both end up working at the same company was kind of cool. Um, and then I was like, well, yeah. And then he turned out KFE used to play, but he was going to get his account now that someone else played. And that's kind of what happened: is everybody used to play. And then I show up, and BRK played, and then he had not was in fact he wasn't playing at the time that I showed up, and I kind of showed up and it kind of rekindled everybody. Mm, I see. And so everybody got their accounts back, and and we got uh, Meow the Snake in, we got Kellyoni, uh, um, uh, KFE, um, some other people who've come and gone, and and now another guy. Uh, we get just people come in and play. So it's cool. In fact, uh, we've had people who who have now also left the game as well. Who who yeah. you know came on and you know originally it's kind of funny. The original thing we're going to do with the Horderlies, if you remember way back when, and I was I was kind of griping a little bit about I wanted a guild that did stuff. <laughs> remember that all that? 
I remember that. Yeah, and so we put a post out, or I put a post out that I was looking for uh, a guild that would take a group, and we needed to be on a Horde PvP server because we're going to do something completely, completely different. And that's what we called our Work Till 5 group. I think we got to level 16. We were (laughs) really in on that one. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, wait a minute. This is a cool guild we're in. Um, Hey, do you guys mind if we transfer our our mains over? And so we just just kind of went that way. Uh, So, yeah, the answer is, yeah, we don't work for Blizzard. Don't work for WoW. Just work with a lot of cool people that play WoW. Podcast about WoW. I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. So unless yeah, you're doing yeah. their own, they have their own WoW podcast. Well, it's just one of the game, one of those games. Newscast. Yeah, in our experience, where it's it's kind of like an infection. Whoa! What? <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong word. Yeah. Uh, well, go but continue you, your analogy. Okay, I like well, this. Like, get other people in in with you. It's viral. Yes, it's viral. Okay. Yeah. And it is. I mean, it's, I mean, I it's, got I got started through someone else. Right. So did you? I think pretty much everybody does. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody. Well, I think the cool part about it, at least at at our office, we do have something that we all kind of share. We can talk about, and that's what that's what helps out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, hey, what'd you do last night? Wow, what'd you do last night? We got a, a guys who play other games. We talk about you know what they did in other games too. So it's kind of cool. I still get the crazy eyes whenever I bring it up. Well, yeah. <sighs> Just don't know the right people. <laughs> um, so here's another email we have here uh, from Edelrack uh, from the Earthen Ring. And they write in, they say, I started playing WoW almost two years ago and looked for podcasts for more information so I wasn't such a noob. I found you guys and been listening ever since. I modeled my gameplay and behavior after much of your advice. That is why I was really disappointed in Root's new opinion of the looting behavior. Many times in the past, he has vigorously stated that if you... If you can't use it at the moment, then you don't need it. Maybe I misunderstood something, but why does that rule not apply in LFR? I know he probably misspoke on episode 114 when he said, no big deal, just run it again tomorrow. You have one shot at gear or weapon a week. So it is a big deal when people ninja stuff every week after week. Love the show and look forward to hearing your comments. All right, well, this is the guy he said call me out. One of the guys have called me out this week. And that's fine. No, he's got a valid, semi-valid opinion. Um, in the past, I have had issues with needing when I said, I don't think I need that. Yes. Right. You at first are very hesitant to need on stuff. I was even very though hesitant. Right. And people like, you know, I would, people would have to tell me, root, you need that need on it. Um, oh, okay. And I would need on it. Um, once I sort of, you know, understanding the gear that I needed and the gear that I needed for my character. That kind of shifted away a little bit. I'm not saying that I'm going to ninja stuff because I'm going to ninja it. But if it's something that I need, I'm going to need on it. Now, what, uh, what what's being discussed here is currently in the LFR system and looking for raid. It doesn't take into account that I can need on an object or an item or a piece of gear or weapon or whatever that I may not, quote unquote, need. Now... The reason you can need on is because everybody else who is sharing your token are going to be needing on that as well. Mm-hmm. You can get that item, and you can then trade that item off to somebody. Now, there's nothing that says I may not need that item for you know uh, a different spec build, my off spec. There's nothing that says I can't grab it and do that. 
But there's also nothing that says I cannot need on that item, win that item, then give it to a guildie who's in that same run. And I don't want to say my opinion has changed because I'm still the same way. I feel if I personally don't need something, I'm not going to need on it. But when a guildie comes in and says, hey, man, will you run Random Raid Finder with me and need on the tokens with me? Sure thing. Because that's the way the game currently works. And that's why Mr. Pandaria is fixing that. So my opinion on if I need something or don't need something hasn't changed. What's changing it is a lot of, of my information as far as I know what my character needs. That's changed. So I am more apt to need on something for my character. But an LFR? Oh, yeah. I'm rolling need. If I'm in there for a care, if I if I'm just in there to run LFR because I want to practice something, like for instance, I went and ran LFR a couple of weeks ago, and I was in there it was just me, no other guildies. I'm in there because I just recently uh, switched uh, specs and I wanted a little more practice running with, with that spec, and I did not roll on anything. I passed because I didn't need anything. But if I'm in there with a guildie and they say, "Hey, will you roll need on my token?" Yep, you bet. Yeah. But is that really fair, though? It is. That's how the games works. It's how it's how it's set up. So you're saying everyone should just exploit the game as much as possible. It's there's, not an there's no, but there's no social conventions. Everything is just how Blizzard said. There's no ninjing in the game. All right. Ever. Right now, typically, what happens? People go into into LFR, mm-hmm. and let's say a I don't know, and a weapon drops, and that weapon is for uh, death knights, warlocks, and mages. Right. Uh, just making stuff up. And so your death knock, <laughs> death knocks. That's funny. Your death knights, your uh, mages, and your warlocks all roll need on it. Right. And then somebody wins it. Right. And then everybody else goes that person. Hey, can I have that? Hey, hey can I get that? Uh, I, I really need that. Can I get that? Mm-hmm. No, I want it. Right. Deal with it. Run it next week, not well, tomorrow. But. My my problem is why why I'm kind why I'm on why I'm kind of siding with Edelrock on this is is because you know we've been doing this podcast for a few years now, yes, obviously, and we've had a lot of conversations about looting. Okay, and you've had a lot of things to say about people needing on things they don't need, like before they set up the restriction in place as far as you can't. Roll on mail if you're clothy. Well, yeah, and then they couldn't use it. Then they didn't what need if, it. But what if so. it was bind on a bind on equip and they would sell it? Well, that's fine. No, you've changed your tune. Because before you you have always been, you know, you're not playing in a vacuum. You got to consider other people and all about social conventions. And now all of a sudden you're just. No, just whatever I can get away with. No, 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 yeah, no. It's not whatever are. I can get away with. It's not whatever I can get away with. If it was whatever I could get away with, then when I ran it the other day, I would have been rolling on all the gear. When I go into these, um, like, not too long ago, in fact, I'm still doing them, going into lower-level dungeons to build uh-huh. up rep. Right. I pass on every piece of gear. There are people in there who just, you know, you know they're they're in greens and stuff, and I'm like, get the gear, hurry, because I don't need it. I'm passing on everything, and then they go, hey, can we requeue with you? Yeah, let's do, let's run another one. So you're saying it's okay to do it for a guildie? 
Absolutely. But not for yourself. What I'm saying, my opinion on looting has not changed. All right. What I am saying is when you are in a situation like LFR where the opportunity is presented to you to roll on an item that you can then give to a guildie, that betters your guild. So that betters you. So do you need it? Yes. Yeah, but it's, it's... It sucks, though, that the people who are coming in by themselves are at a disadvantage for getting gear than people who are coming in with guildmates. I will agree with that, and Blizzard is fixing that. But until that point, then you should run with your guild. I mean, you can tell. People get in there, and you can tell. When there's when there are, like, nine people from the same guild, you, it, you have zero chance, you know, unless you win the role. You ain't getting nothing. Because there's probably four people rolling on the same token for one person. You know, we discussed this this exact same scenario several times on this podcast. That's how we kind of geared up the Horderlies. You know, That's let's true. go in there and let's gear up Hoofit. Once Hoofit is geared, let's gear up another tune. Once they're geared up, let's gear up another tune. You know, uh, Hot Pox would bring an alt in. Roll on something for another person and give it, you know, if that person, if Hotpox won, won the roll, he'd give that item to the other person. That is just right now how, how the, the game is set up. That's how it's played. My opinion hasn't changed. I'm still hesitant if, you know, something drops. It's like, do I need that as much as that person next to me needs it? Is you know if we're somewhere else in a dungeon, that's that's different. But a random rain finder, no, I'm sticking to my you know I'll stick to my stance and my points on this one where that's how it's currently set up. So I appreciate the guy for listening and I appreciate him for following you know the, the advice we've given uh, throughout the years. Some of it good, some of it probably not so good. So I said he hasn't followed all of our advice because I've misspoken a lot of times, but I don't feel I've misspoken on this one. All right. Yes, again, thank you, um, Edelbeck, for writing in. And those are some really interesting points you bring up there. Today's totally tantalizing topic. What to do before mop hits with our special guest, Rez. Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. All right, so everybody, we have a special guest with us for this part of our show. It is none other than Resident Evil. Rez, how are you, buddy? Doing really good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it is our pleasure. So you've been playing, uh, how long have you been playing WoW? Uh, it's going on four years now. Four years. All right, so four you, long years. Well, it's not been that bad. It's not that, you know, you, you kind of say like you've been walking uphill both ways. I mean, you know, so is that little <laughs> wrath when you came in? No, it was, uh, I, I leveled a bunch of tunes in, um, in Burning Crusade, and then when Wrath came out, that's when I started taking... Uh. The tunes that I like and getting them to level cap and then um, getting into raiding and gold making and stuff like that. So, uh, And then the long lag and wrath at the end that I leveled more alts. So uh, I, I, I think maybe it seems like it's weird on me a little longer because I, I got so many tunes that I keep track of. I wish some ways I wish I just would have picked one and stuck with it. How many tunes do you have since you brought it up? At uh, 685s um, and uh, 534 mage and then I delete a bunch of tunes here recently that were like uh, 14s, 15s, couple 20s, couple 30s. So I've just picked out the ones I like and, and gotten them geared. What's your favorite tune? Um, I play my Rogue the most, huh. but uh, I recently got a uh, a Warlock from 
I've always wanted a warlock. So when the scroll resurrection thing came out, my, my wife had an account that I brought back, got a lock, and then got rid of the account again. So the warlock, I'm really excited to play that one. It's going to change a lot, so I haven't been playing it a lot. So, but I'm I'm anxious for Miss because it's supposed to change the gameplay a lot in Miss. So it'll be like relearning something new. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine we're going to see a lot of warlock. We'll see a ton of pandas and a lot of warlocks in Miss. That that's my big prediction. And I don't know about them. So let's throw out some digits and some numbers here. What's your uh, your wonderful Twitter account there, Rez? It's uh, it's at Resident Evil. All the E's are nines. Man, you say that so fast. Because I was looking at going, I was thought I'd you know be like R nine. <laughs> well, you know you have a special place in our hearts. Oh, this is true. I think you were actually the first person to um, tweet us when we got started. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. Well, we appreciate that. We're like, what R R nine Sid nine? <laughs> oh, it's Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. I yeah, remember I, that. I was I was harassing you guys about getting your own Twitter accounts for a while. Yes, yes. that's right. Because I could yeah, never figure out which one. And I, I swore Root had his on a bot. I would never like, like, do such stuff. a thing. I have no idea what you are speaking of. I'd see it or I'd reply to it and I'd get nothing back. And then like like, like eight or nine hours later, i get something back. Like, He's on a bot. And then I started harassing <laughs> you guys about getting your own. That was actually uh, so I could figure out who was doing it. Yeah, way back then that that was actually a, 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 an application I had written myself. Uh, that was uh, it was a a time and date based Twitter. So we would feed it ahead of time uh, the stuff we wanted it to tweet when the time and date hit, and it would automatically tweet that stuff for us. See, I knew it. <laughs> we, were oh. du- we were duped. <laughs> but we we would eventually get back with you. you know? Well, yeah, but my thing is, I just now like two months ago got a smartphone. So oh yeah, that's true. Freck was out I'm of like the loop. Way behind the times. <laughs> Any uh, blog, URL, websites, anything kind of uh, that people can find yeah. you on the interwebs? Yeah, I've had uh, eviscerated net for about um, about three years now, and that's gone from all aspects of the game. For a while, I was doing guides for. Uh, for uh, class guides or leveling guides, uh, dungeon guides, raid guides, and then switched over to gold making, and then it uh, ended up being a, a just going strictly for a podcast uh, site. And um, I think it's probably going to stay as a podcast site, but um, we're getting ready to open up uh, another podcast starting up here, um, trying to shift gears and go more towards like a general gaming podcast. Can you expand on that a little bit, like what you're doing with it? Yeah, we. Um, Cold from uh, Cold's Gold Factory. Uh, I better put it coldsgoldfactory.blogspot.com. I want to make sure I get that in there. But um, the podcast is going to be called the Eviscerated Gaming Podcast. And, Sweet. Um, it's going to be me, Cold, and then Nick, somebody I met through our last podcast. Um, and he's uh, he's at Bonanero13. He did a segment on the last podcast, but um, he showed some interest. And we're going to try to, um, to keep the podcast, uh, instead of focusing strictly on WoW, uh, trying to state some other topics like uh, cold has um he's gonna jump into the real money auction house big time with diablo 3 so he's already got his his um his dot com for it it's uh oh, diablogoldtips.com that's a great uh, URL so to have too yeah he picked it up he, he was smart about it man he picked it up ahead of time and got it and so he's gonna be heading into that i feel bad because uh recently nick and i both got the beta for diablo 3 and so we've been in it like crazy, and Cole's just like he's like scratching the door, wanting to get in, but they haven't sent him his thing yet. So, yeah, I'm one of those guys. I got mine. Um, I got my my Mr. Pandaria and my Diablo three beta, 
And I just haven't done anything with them. Who wouldn't let me log on to the beta for Mist? It told me to contact customer support. Oh, oh well. Did you? No. Yeah. You, you know, I when I found out that uh, they didn't have the pet battles up and going and running right, I really didn't have any interest because I'll see all that stuff probably six times, seven times when I level my tune. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm not in a big hurry. I'm not in a big hurry to ruin it for myself. So I don't. I didn't really worry about that. If the if the uh, pet battles would have been in there, I'd have been on there just strictly for that, just to see how it works. Uh, you know, some of the releases they have with the pet battle stuff, they're getting more and more um, defined on how it's going to work. So I've been trying to look at that news, and I still do an auction how stuff, you know, getting ready for, for mist. Um, there's not a whole bunch you can stockpile. And so pets were one of the things I was pick up rare pet patterns and, and get some pets because they're, they're, they're spoke up into like 10 groups in mist. It's like mechanical fire, undead, you know, elemental, whatever, kind of like Pokemon just on crack because there's like twice as many things, but yeah. And trying to see, I'd like to see what, what genres each one of the pets are in so that I can start preparing because it's supposed to be divided evenly and seeing which pets go where and, and which ones are going to be hard to find it. But you know, with, with that's a double edged sword because you're going to have to share pets between all your accounts now. So now you don't need to buy seven, of each pet you buy that's the one cool. that's on all your tune so. well that's good for the consumer but that's not good for the person selling the pets yeah so no <laughs> yeah and i've well, noticed I mean, that you know you know it's one of those things where like if you have the the pattern for a rare pet where normally uh you get maybe 200 for it when it goes that way if if, if it's a really wanted pet then you could probably sell it for a lot more than 200 you know so that's the only thing i'm hoping that the market is, you know, the the price of the pet is going to be way over what it normally would be to sell that pet in singles because it's going to be that more valuable. I just hope the rest of the people doing auction stuff, you know, unlike the glyph market, don't tank it every other week. Right, and and I, you know, I've been looking around. Um, and I I tend to stay away from the beta stuff, um, but you know, you just can't help but listen to other shows when we're talking about stuff and what they are trying to stockpile. And it doesn't seem like anybody's really doing a whole heck of a lot of stockpiling right now. I remember towards. Cataclysm, there's a lot of stuff people are stockpiling, and same thing with Wrath. But I just don't see it this time. Maybe it's just too soon because, you know, we still don't have an official release date for the game. So, and stuff well, changes what, daily. So, who knows? Well, look what happened to the people that all stocked up for, and I was guilty of it too. I got, I got, uh, I got hose stocking up for the Epic Gem Transmutes because, yeah. you know, we had the, that was coming out. So, I'm, I'm buying ore. Like, you know, until I don't have any room in any of my guild banks or anything, you know, and I have an ore and I'm, you know, I got all of these gems just waiting for it to hit, waiting for it to hit, and it never happened. And then I'm stuck with these gems that I could have not stockpiled and what wasted all that money, and then I'm stuck with them and they're worth barely vendor price. So maybe people are a little gun-shy now. The only thing I've been um, stockpiling right now is uh, inks and then uh, rare pet, the recipes and the pets. I try to pick up the recipe and the pet because the recipe is going to go just as expensive as a pet, but I, you know, I have no idea what's going to go out there. There's going to be one of the big things with the glyph market right now is, is that a while back they had said on a blue post that they were going to get rid of all the stuff that you could learn with the book of glyph mastery and make it learnable by the, um, by the research recipes. And that never got put in. Hmm. So there is still glyph specific recipes that you have to learn. So you still need the glyph, um, the book of glyph mastery. So I've been picking those up when they're cheap, hoping to get rid of some of those, but uh, but my luck, you know, as soon as it'll hit, they'll put all that stuff in. Those books will be worthless. So it's hard to predict what they're going to do with some of this stuff. It really is. So, anything else you're doing in game, like 
you know, what do you do on a daily or weekly basis? Are you rating or uh, just, you know, transmogging, doing any kind of stuff like that? Um, we've been staying, you know, we, I just had this discussion with Nick the other day. We, um, we're getting ready to move uh, servers back to the server that him and I came from on Area 52, which is the population over there is like 30,000 horde to 11,000 alliance. Where we're at right now is like 600 horde to 300 alliance. Oh, wow. And so it's a it's a whole different dynamic. I mean, you know, it was culture shock when we moved over here because it was um, trade shack goes by like a stock ticker tape yeah. on Area 52. <laughs> and here it was like you go do a dungeon and come back and – you know, wouldn't be that much further from when you left because it's just that inactive. The the markets are the markets are you know ranged differently. Like the essences on uh, Calteris are going for like thirty six thirty six hundred, and then over on uh, Area fifty two they're going for like four hundred. So we're getting ready to move back over there. I, I I wasn't able to raid any of the GDKP stuff on this server because it was it's too small and you know the the uh, the idiot. Per, you know, the idiot per capita rate was very, very high. Oh, so, wow. you know, you, you didn't have like the pool of people to get through. But so we're going to go back over there and and, um, and get our raid team going. It's it's hard this time of the expansion. We you go through the um, the looking for raids. You saw the content and you did it every week to get gear. And then when you're doing it as a 10 man, it just kind of loses interest. So they dated it a little bit with the looking for raid. But, you know, everybody got to see it. So we're going to um, instead of 15 percent nerf right now. So. It's really not to push in, and then you know, like uh, six months away, all that gear that you got is going to be useless. You're going to be replacing it with green, so you know it's yeah. kind of losing. It's that it's that lag before expansion. It happened in Wrath, and I just didn't have the same server to uh, occupy my time as I did then. Sure, but you know what's odd? Because I, I was talking to somebody about this today about the gear, and because uh, I am, I think outside of my headgear or something, I've I've pretty much got um, almost got best in slot for everything. And uh, mm-hmm. they said the same comment, like, oh, well, as soon as Mist comes out, you know, you're going to get the green gear it's going to replace. I said, I'm looking forward to it. You know, because yeah. one of the things that I enjoy about my character is gearing him up. Um, I, I'm not going to get yeah. in the transmog thing. I like the gear I got. I think Blizzard did a good job on it for, for the Warlock. I think it looks cool. I like having snakes on my face. So, um, I, you know, I'm looking forward to whatever the, the, the first panda bear gives me in, in Mist. You know, welcome to the turtle. Here's a green. It's going to be better than what I got. Cool. But it's going to look ugly. I don't, and then I don't will care. will transmog. No, it won't. I will never transmog. I'll, make, I'll stay right now. I agree with you. I, I, that's one of the things I like doing is gearing. Um, but when you have a, a, a shower pool of people to get from to get pugs together, it's a little bit hard. So yeah, we're going to go with the pools that. deeper. No, I don't blame you at all. Uh, is it something where Blizz is going to give you a, a free transfer from a low pop to a high pop server, or you just got to you got to pay for that yourself? No, no, it's it's only uh, it's a trade guild's only thirty five dollars, and then um, and then if everybody stays, I mean, I, I don't know how much you know about it, but it's actually set up pretty good. When you you basically just you pay them thirty five bucks, and then the guild master leaves, goes to the server you want to go to, he can rename the guild. That's free. Um, and then you you move to the server, thirty five bucks, and then everybody who your other guild on the old server state goes back to level one. And as long as no one leaves that before they transfer, then they keep the reputation and everything. So the whole guild bank and everything transfers the money, everything. So oh, we load cool. up all our stuff from our bags and put it in the guild bank because you know it used to be you couldn't take you know more than I think it was thirty or forty thousand gold with you. Sure. 
And now I can take all my gold, put it in the guilt bank and transfer that over. Oh. I don't have to worry about buying a bunch of stuff and converting it, which was an easy way to move over because I was coming from a high pop server where stuff was like, was super, uh, super expensive on a low pop server. So I was able to buy stuff cheap and then convert it over. And I made a bunch just transferring my tunes, but it doesn't work the same in reverse. So that, that'll help out with that. But, and then everybody that transfers over will just get back into guilt or same rep and then go from there. So it's, it's actually a really good service to have because it's, you know, we have, um, we're level 19 guild now, uh, or no 18. And we have uh, a lot of achievements and stuff with the guild. And then, like reps, nothing easy to get if you're just raiding on a tune. So, I hate to lose that. Yeah, it's not. You got to get into the dungeons for that. I was, I had, I was a miss on that. I, I, I had, um, I was trying to get rep for somebody, and of course I go, I, I grab their tabard, I equip their tabard. I'm like, all right, cool. And I was running some dungeons, and then then we're raiding, and for a while, I mean, it might have been like a month. All I did was get on Thursday and Friday nights and raid, and that was it. That was my entire, you know, wow life for about a month. And I was like, man, my rep hasn't moved up at all. And then I'd realize that, of course not. I'm in a raid. You don't get rep in a raid. You get in a dungeon. And so then as as any normal player would do, I automatically went and started running normal cata dungeons and just face rolling everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I, um, I did the same thing. I, I One of my tunes I level with the Fireland dailies. And he, he went from, um, I think... Uh, honored to to exalted by the time i got all the patterns unlocked completely so i thought well hell i'll just do that with all my tunes and uh and then after the second time around with the firelands dailies i was ready to hang myself so <laughs> i stopped doing that yeah i've yet to get through those i just i just can't i don't like them i like them i don't know what you're talking about well we posed the same question that we posed to you about what you're doing and uh to keep yourself busy before Mr. Pandaria hits. We posed that same question uh on Twitter. And uh we did get a lot of responses back and Freck's gonna read some of those. Oh, just some of them? Or you can read all of them really, I guess. That's fine. We'll just read it quickly. All right. All right. Cold from Gold's Cold Factory. Who? <laughs> That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Cold from Cold's Gold Factory. He's twinking and waiting on Diablo 3. Cole of Exodar, working on Death Knight's Shadowmourne questline, making gold, leveling alts, gear 85s, and PvPing as an arcane demo like a boss. Like a boss. Hind is going outside. I'm afraid of the outside. I've been there, and I'm afraid of it. Yeah. Um, Hoofit is wrapping up loose ends. D. Turley is leveling a horde tune and filling in his off-spec armor sets. Cooper M is having fun in Diablo 3. Hotpox has two more tunes to get to 85. Leet Sauced Podcast is raiding, then logging out promptly to play LOL. Leagues of Legends. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and by the way, on, on Hotpox, you just you kind of glossed over that. He's got two more to go. Oh, to officially have one of each. One of each, each. to make him an official Ultaholic. Ah, yeah. one of each class. I did a gloss over that. All right, Death Stance is just looking at his tune, sitting in Orgrimmar with a lost look on his face. I wonder what server he's on. That's sad. And Wingtip's Waltz is erping. Now, when Wingtip Waltz told me he was erping, uh-huh. I said he needed to hook up with you. Oh, I got that message. I didn't know what you were referring to. <laughs> so, Rez, you've done Wait, any do you erping? Really, is that really the type of thing you wanted to set people up for? I, no. I really don't know. Um, no. I'm trying to cut back on the erping. You're trying to cut I'm back on the erping? erping. 
Yeah, you, I went to all the Ir- the Irving AA meetings, and I'm I'm done. Is, it, is there I'm, is I've there an, off the wagon. I've been on the wagon for a year now, so I'm good. It'd be EA. Is there an is an ERP twelve step program? No, for Irving, I think it's only a four step program. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tell someone you're Irving, try to explain Irving uh-huh. to them, uh-huh. feel shamed, and never do it again. <laughs> Never do it again, yeah. <laughs> Don't ever speak of it again. That's right. You shall never speak. The first speak two are the same. It's like Fight Club. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to apologize to everyone in your life. That you've ever erped? What? No. <laughs> because of the fact that you've erped. And <laughs> you got to notify them so they can get cream to clear up their erp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, that's, I, I just don't get I'm sorry. I don't get it. I'm, I just I just don't get it. Have have either of you two gotten to the beta for Diablo at all? I've got the invite, but you said you got it. Yeah, I haven't done anything. I got the invite sent in my email, but you're crazy, man. You need to do it. Yeah, I just, you know, it's you know the way it's set up is really is uh, is really good. They um they spend a lot of time doing the uh, uh, the way they design the the talents as you level. Now, granted, it's probably really easy to level in the beta, but um, I, I ran. Uh, See, I ran through with the with a witch doctor first, and I didn't even realize I ran through like six dungeons by myself. I was just going down in, you know, like they'd have these uh, like stairs going down into the dirt. You go in there and you kill a bunch of stuff. There was a boss in there, and you leave. And then when I beat, when you know, it tells you after you finish the first act, you've defeated the beta of, of uh, Diablo three, and it sends you back to the town, and then it asks you. Then you can open it up to the public, and and you basically do the same thing over again with a bunch of people. You can do a, a group thing or, or you can do it with just by yourself. But the uh, the way the talents and stuff work and are really seamless, it's, it's hard because you're constantly trying to to pan your uh, your camera like, wow, or zoom in or, or jump. I hit the space bar way too much when I play and there's no jump feature in the thing. But it's actually really good. I'm, the only thing in there right now is the, um, the, like the dungeon crawling. But... Uh, the um, part I'm anxious for is the PvP. I've been watching a lot of videos with the PvP, and it looks good. Plus, it seems like it would be more of a PvP uh, pure game than something like WoW, where if they're trying to, to mesh the elements of PvE with the elements of PvP, so the, the crying and whining is equal on both sides. Sure. Yeah. Now, it's definitely worth the time, man. I mean, I will definitely play it when it's out. Um Diablo is what I is what I kind of cut my teeth on with the old whole MMO thing. Um, yeah. When I was in in Alabama working at a place, guy there got us into it, uh, gave us all copies of it, and we all played. And then that was kind of our test to see if we could do something cohesively as a group. Uh, we proved <laughs> we could, and we uh, we dove right into EverQuest. And um, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I kind of done the same thing. I've been watching some of the videos online, and um, it is impressive. Um, I am really looking forward to it. Right now, it boils down to time. Um, I, I just don't have the time to, to jump in there. Every time I think I'm going to do it, I end up, you know, finding something else to do with the time. Well, it's kind of like StarCraft came out. You know, there was groups of people that were doing it strictly to be able to, you know, play against other people. Uh, either, you know, one one versus one, two versus two, or or whatever. And then some people did it because they liked the story and they wanted to do the campaign. It's kind of the same with the Diablo. There, you know, there's the going to be long campaign of the game that you're going to end up running up to, and you could do it by yourself or do it with somebody else. But the other, they, it has the PvP element, but then the auction house is a big deal with the real money auction house. That's going to be um, 
that's going to be neat the way I run that. Um, the auction house is kind of weird on the beta right now. You can switch between the gold and the um, and the real money stuff, but the um, uh, the the auction is going to do ten a day, and of course they sell great in the beta because the money just falls from the sky. Sure, you know what I mean. It's, so, um, but it, it's pretty it's pretty neat. I'm I'm anxious to try it, but I don't think it'll be one of those things where I'll be in as much as well. But like Diablo, I still or um, like Starcraft, I still get on that and and uh, and do a couple matches on that just to just to do it. But I, I didn't like the campaign that much. I never finished the campaign in StarCraft. And I probably won't finish the, the axe in Diablo. We got, we did, uh, I don't know if you finished the game or not when I was playing it. We knew we played for a long time. Even when we were playing EverQuest, we would jump on, uh, you know, one or two nights a week and do some Diablo and then jump into EverQuest and do whatever we were doing in EverQuest. I mean, so I really enjoyed it then and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it now since it's probably a better game than it was then. Um, the, like I said before, the videos look amazing. And uh, I'm just I'm not gonna bide my time. I probably won't jump in the beta. I'll probably just wait for it to uh, to come out full time. And uh, you know that's what less than a month or so away. So or you know so we'll get in it then, and I can wait that long. Yeah, right on. All right, so try to think if there's anything else we we need to cover. Um, pretty much gone down the list here. When is your podcast with Cole? Did you do you guys have a start date for that yet? Yeah, we're especially recording in the next week uh, and getting it out. I got to still get the primer up for the iTunes feed and and get that rolling um, and do some uh, some other stuff behind the scenes. You know, there's a lot of prep work to get it up. Yeah. And then uh, and then once we hit the ground running, it should be pretty good. It'll be about an hour podcast. It, it should be fairly decent. It'll cover a lot of different stuff too. We um, the 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 throwing up the stuff back up, regurgitating the stuff from uh, MMO Champion every week just gets old. Oh, I agree. You know what I mean? Because it's, uh, it you know, that was what that wore on me big time. And then, you know, it's just, I do other stuff. I don't want to uh, stay just in a while because you kind of have all your eggs in one basket then. Yeah. You know, so I like to have it have some type of um, mobility to where if you have to scoot to something else, like right now, I mean, you know, I'm so tired of seeing Mr. Pandera stuff. I won't even put another wild podcast on because I don't want to hear anything else about it. And it's not you know even what I mean? just going to be. It's, it so dominates everything right now. But it's pandas. <laughs> but it's not even just yeah. going to be gaming, right? It's going to cover other types of entertainment too. Yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna rule out other stuff. Like I know, um, like Nick and I, some of the same stuff we 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 get into. I mean, he's watching The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, and and um, you know, we sit we we talk during the day because I drive a lot, and he he sits at a cubicle, and so you know, I talk him just about every day and uh and so we talk about other stuff too and a lot of that and you know and when we're strapped for content with one thing you know if you if you stay primarily focused on one specific topic and you and that topic goes dry it affects the podcast but you know obviously we don't um when we don't play wow there's other stuff we do and i think some of that stuff too you know other people are probably interested in too absolutely yeah i mean and i, I think that's a great idea to, to to go after um and it looks like you've got you know I know Cold. I haven't met uh, Nick yet, but I think just with with Cold and you guys will bounce bounce off each other and balance each other really well. Um, and they can get that podcast at eviscerated.net. Is that right? Yes, eviscerated.net. It'll be called the Eviscerating Gaming Podcast for now. <laughs> and for so now. you know, it could uh, we could we might change it to uh, you know the Eviscerated Podcaster, but it'll be some some variation of the Eviscerated Gaming Podcast. It'll be available at uh, eviscerated.net and of course on iTunes and Stitcher. 
All right, so they can find you, Nick, and Cole over at eviscerated.net with the Eviscerated Gaming Podcast. And that's going to be kind of cool. That's going to be a fun thing for you guys to get into. And I'm looking forward to hearing that. And uh, and we'll have to come on and, and annoy you guys on your show. Yeah, hey, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be glad to have you guys on the show. I've listened. Uh, you guys are one of my steady, uh, steady podcasts I listen to that regardless of what I don't listen to anymore, I still pick up you guys and George and – and auction house junkies when Wes throws away the sandwich and edits the podcast and gets it out. So. Uh, you, you saw that Twitter exchange, huh? Yes, good God, <laughs> that guy. He's the busiest. He's the busiest man in the world. I think. Oh, is that what happened? He's so. too busy. Yeah, he's, he's podcasting. He's eating. He's playing the game. He's clicking on nine million things. He's he's shaking his and ice. He, <laughs> it's just like yeah, he's like a multitasker. It's like oh, oh no, gotta, I, I listen to them. I listen to you guys. I listen to you guys since I was uh, driving, uh, driving and doing uh, uh, inspections around Florida for uh, utility companies, and I've listened to you guys since then. So oh, we appreciate that so much. I, I forget what's the trucker guy's name. That's the that'd be the safety one. one. Right? You, safety one. Yes. Yes. Oh, good God. This, he's he's still he's still alive somewhere. Yeah, we still hear from him now and then. <laughs> he calls in and beeps his horn. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, listen, we want to thank you for your time that you've given us tonight. Um, really appreciate having you on. And we look forward to your podcast coming up and, uh, and seeing what you guys do over there. All right. Thanks a lot. I appreciate both of you having me on. And you guys, good luck with uh, everything you guys get into. It's a great show. Thanks again for uh, coming on. Take care. My Cell Craft and loot. Well, Root, you know yes, what time dear. it is. Auction house time! <laughs> no, I meant oh. in the game. I mean, oh. yes, but <laughs> you know what time of year it is? Uh, Noble Garden. Oh, we just had that. God! Um, <laughs> children's Week. Yes. Am I right? Yes, you're right. Whoa. It's coming up. All right. So we got to get ready for those Rugrats. They uh, like their sweets. This is your favorite week, I think. Uh, it's one of them. Yeah, I think you enjoy having that little slave follow you around. I do. They're fun. <laughs> I'm still not doing it. And their idea of childcare is so <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> Here, take an orphan. Go feed him sweets. <laughs> feed him sweets, and you know, take him in battlegrounds or. Oh. Anyways, um, so there's a great opportunity for anyone to make money off of this holiday because of achievement that is called. Um, oh, I didn't write it down. Uh, bad example. Oh, yes. 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 We we're supposed to eat the sweets in front of your orphan. That's kind of worse, too. Worse than giving it to him. It's like, here, let me eat a brownie um, sundae in front of you. A brownie sundae? Yes. <laughs> I'm making stuff up. But, oh. like, can you imagine if you did have a kid and, like, you just ate all this dessert in front of him and offer? Well, That's bad. We do that sometimes at the house. You do? Yeah. Why? Well, we have a rule that Siren can't have anything after 9 p.m. So you eat in front of him on purpose? Yeah, I'd be like, it's after nine. I think I'll have a yogurt. What would you like? Oh, nothing, because it's after nine. Why do you have the rule? Because he does not need to be eating that late. Oh. What difference does it make? He goes to bed. I stay up. Oh. But you I only do it. to rub it in. No, I just do it every once. It's not like I'm a, it's like every time. Do it, but oh, okay. We, yeah. You're not like having you know mint ice cream. No, we don't, we don't have any ice cream in the house right now. Me either. It sucks. Um... <laughs> now most of the sweets that you need you can get from a vendor there is a vendor called i may 
or maybe it's Amy. I don't know. I don't know how she pronounces her name. <laughs> but she is over in Dollaran. How do you pronounce your name? I pronounce it very well. I've been doing it all my life. I get that all the time, though. So, Oh, with your last name? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> so from IMA, you can get the Red Velvet Cupcake, the Dollaran Donut, the Dollaran Brownie. And you can get the lovely cake, which you actually have to purchase and then put down on the ground. And then from that, you can um, obtain a lovely cake slice. You can't just buy mm. lovely cake slices. Uh. So when you go to Wildhead, look that up. You kind of have to make that tra- transition there. Okay, so I'm a in Dollaran is where you get most of the vendor treats. Um, but there is also the ice cream, the Tiggle and Fours. I can't say that. Strawberry ice cream. Um, there are going to be vendors in Stormwind and Orgrimmar that will sell these. If you want to buy it ahead of time, though, there are a few vendors scattered throughout um, Azeroth that sell this. If you wanted to get a jump on it and have it in the auction house early, um, Thousand Needles um, is a good place. There's an ice cream vendor. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other places, you just have to wow hit it. Now I want ice cream. Mm. <laughs> I want some strawberry ice cream. Um. But the ones that aren't obvious are the things that take cooking to make. And there's two of them that chefs are going to be um, whipping these up okay. to try to make a profit off of. Let me know because I'm going to cook some tonight. Okay. Which is which are the Tasty Cupcakes. Oh, I'll make those. Okay. And those are made from northern eggs and simple flour. Right. Okay. Now, the thing to remember about the flour is that it is sold for copper by the vendors, Mm -hmm. but it's not always obvious where to get it because most just um, generic, uh, what do you call it? Like trade. Yeah. Reagents or general goods will not have it. Mm. Um, So there will be, you know, a good amount of people that will just go to the auction house. And if they, if it's a gold, whatever it's gold. I've got a bunch of of those eggs. Oh, Northern. There you go. Yeah. So those will be selling well. Um, the other item that is needed is the delicious chocolate cake. Mm. And that has quite a few ingredients. I have some of those. Yeah. So it's, hold on to him. Well, I've been putting them down, but no one's noticed. Oh. Well, it's not time yet. Oh. Okay. So this also takes eight of the simple flour, um, four of the ice cold milk, mm. um, mild milk. spices, four of them, a flask of port and three mage royal. Okay. That's not what I have then. Okay. It has something you can put down and everybody can have a piece of cake. Um, They're like birthday cakes That's and stuff. the lovely cake that we were talking about early, yeah. earlier or something like that. I like putting those down since we defeat Deathwing. Yeah. Different thing, though. Okay. So the key to making money off this is you have to remember, for one thing, the the prices will be the highest right when the event starts and they're going to slowly decline. As time goes on. By the end of the week, all the stuff that is our money makers, they're going to be selling for crap. Well, don't they, doesn't it spike up at the end though? No. Okay. I don't know why that, you would think that people procrastinate with these holidays, but they don't. Mm. They, for the most part, most people will just dive into it head first. A lot of people will try to get it done in the first day. Sure. And then the just way. the longer it goes off, the interest drops off. And in fact, I think this holiday used to be two weeks and it's only one week this mm. year. So there's that. Um, so a couple of keys to remember is to sell it early 
And if you can have it up in the auction house before it starts and you kind of might have to tweak it, then that way, um, like I said, it's already up there. Sure. Um, and to try to make it a shorter auction and try to um, monitor it because you're going to have other competition are going to come in and underbend all this stuff. So you're going to do a lot better if you can be flexible and maybe you can cancel and put up at a more competitive price. You know, you might have to do that. And it's better than letting it sit for two days and the prices drop so so much you're not going to make a profit of it. Makes sense. The other thing is the quantity. Because when people are going in to, to um, make this cake, for example, you need three major oil. Well, most people, when they're selling herbs, they're going to put it up in stacks of 20 or maybe sure. five so that people can mill it. So if you have a lot of gold and you're just trying to make it fast, you'd probably end up paying more if you could just see three. Like, okay, there's three. I need three. I need three. Get three. And get it. Yeah. Um, the same thing with um, the milk comes in stacks of five, but you only need four. Same thing with the spices. So if you can kind of be aware of not only what reagents people need, but the quantity. Quantity. And putting yeah. up in the right quantity will probably get your auction um, sold a lot faster. Excellent tip. Yeah. And so, um, yes, yeah, so it starts the 29th. So, so I wanted to bring it this week so that way you guys can be kind of keeping that in mind. So remember for that tasty cupcake, it is um, the northern eggs. And when it's not the holiday, they go for pretty cheap. Mm. So even if you do. To buy them now. Stock if you, if, them yeah, in, if yeah. you don't want to go farm them up to start buying them. The yeah. It is tricky to try to get the right amount to stockpile because, I mean, you will have. I know in our store there's a lot of competition. Yeah. So you get too much. You don't want to waste your gold, but. But most of it's pretty cheap anyways. You were just buying it from the vendor. So there you go. Learn to speak good noob. So, yeah, I've been doing this daily fishing thing or in the Shatrath area. All right. Little Slimer Lake, whatever it's called. Not Dollaran? No, Slimer. You haven't moved on to that yet? No, I'm doing both right now. Oh, okay. Even though I said I wasn't going to do that before. I didn't realize I had Dollaran left. Right. And I'm just like, I just want to get it over with. Um, and so... I'm there, whatever it's Slimer Lake, wherever it's called, and I drop down, talk to the old man Burrowhead, wherever his name is, and uh, I get this quest that says, you know, uh, Baby Croc in the City or something, Croc in the City, whatever it is. And so I'm like, ah, right, cool, gotta go to my capital city, you know, either Org or Sh- or, uh, or Stormwind. Which, you don't have to go to your capital city; you can go to Stormwind. No, I ain't going there. I know you can, but you I ain't can. going there. You I, can just. I don't. I didn't like it when I was Alliance. I hate it even more now. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> Blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> so anyhow, I head over to Org, you know, come out of my little port, run over there, zip, zip, to, uh, to cash, catch the baby thing, whatever. Okay, got the crocodile. Because what he says in, 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 in his text is, uh, hey, there was this traveler that came through. Yeah. And he gave me one of these things. And I heard you can get them in either, uh, uh, you know, the capital city, Shad yeah. or whatever. Uh, so if you can go there and get me one, I'll be right here waiting for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll be right back. So go do that. I land, I turn in, and there's this guy fishing right next to him. A player. Okay. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what's going on? And he was, you know, he's just fishing. I was like, okay. Um, he's got a regular old, I inspected him. He's got like a regular, regular uh, fishing line out. Okay. Uh, so I gave him some uh, shiny hooks or something that I had gotten from okay. some reward. Right. I was like, yeah, hey, have some of those. That'll help you out. And he's like, oh, hey, thanks. And I like, like linked my golden fishing rod. Oh, I'm like, you? yeah, look what I got. I got one of these. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, so uh, you fishing for anything in particular? Because you're not fishing in any of the pools. 
He goes, yeah, baby crocodiles. I was like, um, yeah, read the quest text. And so he literally copies and pastes the quest text to me. Uh-huh. And this is what it said. Hello, lad. I'm glad you stopped by to talk to this old man. There's trouble back home. A traveling merchant recently sold a batch of baby crocolics to some gullible children. Crocolics are wild beasts, and they many have escaped and now lurk in the city waterways. Grab your strongest fishing pole and drop a line in Stormin or Orgamar and bring one of the little devils back to me. I'm anxious to see one. Must not be the right one. That's the right quest to get the baby croc. So it says, bring a baby crocolix to old man Barlow. You can find him fishing northeast of Shatrath City by Slimmer Lake. Yeah, Slimer, whatever it's called. Okay. So if you read the quest text, where do you go? Just from that? You don't know where to go. No, no, the whole thing. Like the oh, whole the, quest The rest text, of yeah. it tells you... Where to go. That, yeah, that gives you the backstory. Right, the whole night. Um, now, if you don't read, like you said, if you don't read the whole quest text... And you just read the snippet. Right. It just, it says, hey, do this. Here's where the quest giver is, which is weird because no other quest does it tell you in that little snippet <laughs> where the quest giver is. Well, now check this out. What's the last part of that summary says? You can find him. Right. Okay. Uh, and it tells you where he is in the, at the Lake Slimer. Right. So who is the him referring to? Old Man Barlow. Because what's it say in the sentence before that? Bring the baby crock clicks to old man Barlow. Right. Okay. So when you have a pronoun in a sentence, you go back to the previous noun, right? Yes. Okay. That's what this guy wasn't doing. He was like, I'm, he's like the big, he's like, no, the crocodile is here. I was like, no, it's not. And he goes, yeah, here it is. And he posts that summary to me. Uh-huh. He goes, look, it says you can find him here in, in, in the lake of, of Lake Slimer or whatever it's called. I said, no, dude, the guy, the him it's referring to is the guy you're standing right next to fishing, old man Barlow. That's the noun. I've always thought those quests text rule off, and I can never put my finger on it. And that's what it is. Is like none of the other quests tell you where the quest giver is. Because when I haven't had on before, they did the update with the um, with the map and things like that. Right. And I sometimes I finish it and not not know where you don't to know go. Know where to go? Because I can't remember. So yeah. I'd have to actually go on Wowhead and look up. What is this quest? Where did it come from? Okay, where do I need to go back to? Well, so this one does tell you, okay, where you need to go back to, but it skips the step of telling you in the snippet where you need to go to do the quest. Right, she so doesn't like, need to read the whole thing, really. Yeah, he needed to read the the big, long thing, and not yep. just a little thing on his, on his sidebar that says do what. So, so but I was cool. I was like, I kind of laughed at him a little bit, and I told him I'd use this in a segment. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I would totally make fun of you on my show. Um, but, you know, he, he went over to org. Yeah. And... um Caught the, the baby cross like he's supposed to, and Good. then he turned it in, and he got a pet. I did not get a pet. He got a pet. It takes a little bit to get a pet. He got it on the first time. He's never done the quest it before. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it no, takes a little bit. For, you got your seahorse well, pet. Well, yeah, but now I want to go yeah. QQ because I didn't get my pet off that one. That's blood pressure down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing yoga. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just funny to me. He was like, oh, I'm such a noob. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> And I was like, learn to speak good noob. Told That's him that. funny. So that was, yeah, it was kind of cool. And But, you know, at the same time, I was able to help him out and not just be like, ha-ha, laugh and run away the whole time thing. So, which a lot of people do, and it's kind of sad. Yeah. You're in the hot seat. Oh, freckle face, freckle face, freckle face. Got some hot seats for you tonight. Oh, boy. Um, by the way, Mary is. 
from Norway. Yes. Uh, he's going to take your advice. Yes. He, he sent did. in an email and said he was uh, going to go take, try that out. He barely got into the show this week. Yes. <laughs> well, wait, wait, he said, oh, I don't he's making rounds on other shows too, so it's good for him. That's true. So this week he says, thanks for the advice. We'll be role playing in the woods next week. I had a hard time finding her size for the leather outfit. I'm still on the lookout. If you want, I can send you the report from our role play. Wish me luck. All right, well. I would definitely want that. Take pictures, email them to us, contribute to the whole Marius section. <laughs> Marius from Norway update. So we do, anyhow, we have hot seat questions, though. Okay. All right, so uh, the the first one, mm-hmm. um, these actually came, you know, we, we threw it out on Twitter. Twitter's been kind of lax lately. So the first one's not even from Twitter. The first one is from KFE. What? Yeah. But he saw my tweet. This is the thing. He'll see a tweet and then he'll talk to me. Oh, fair enough. Because he's like right there. It's like, really? But It's less effort. I guess. So he wants to know, uh, any location that has a flight point, what is your favorite little area that has a flight point? Like where would you like to hang out most in, in the entire Azeroth? Oh, that rules out a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got to have a flight point. Mm. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm not going to say Stormwind. No, don't say Stormwind. <laughs> I think Area 52 is pretty cool. I, I said you would say that. You did? I did. How did you know? I don't know. Ah, I just, I said maybe you because would say it's that. all little gnomes running around <laughs> yeah. in the suits and it's cute. Could be it, yeah. Yeah. Any other place? Like, I mean, I was thinking about that one. Um, that you can fly to? Yeah. Well, I really liked the... Um, Sons of Hodir. <laughs> I can't... Thousand Needles, too, is pretty cool. You have all those cliffs, and then yep. you have the um, settlement up at the top. Yo, but it's yeah. still there. So it's just, like, flooded at the bottom right. of it, right? Right, right, Yeah, that's really cool. I like jumping off that or, like, getting on the little lift. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, there's a lot of cool places you can just fly to in the yeah. game. So, Booty Bay. Uh. <laughs> what about the statue just off Booty Bay? Oh, uh, the big, uh, the... the yeah. There's um, a quest to send you there to pick up stuff. You get a reward. The goblin? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gone out there. It's at the end of the, you have to be level 85. It's the one that um, sends you into the troll dungeons. Yeah. And we complete it, you go inside the statue. Cool. But, you know, that does bring us to the end of 116 in our our, our new studio. And uh, Very exciting. It is exciting. And, you know, you guys can be part of 117. All you need to do is send your... Emails into contribute at hearthcast.com. You can use our website submission form over at www.hearthcast.com if you don't want to send it in directly to contribute to hearthcast.com. Um, you can also use our our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. We got a lot of stuff up there. We just posted some stuff from uh, Blizz Blues, not to be confused with Blue Blizz. That's going to be great for our show right there. But that's that's Darnell. Just call him Darnell. That's, yeah, that, he's funny. And uh, so I posted his latest thing on there. Um, like, like Freck said at the beginning of the show, you can uh, hit us up on the Twitters. Um, I'm at Hearthcast Root. Freck is at Hearthcast Freck, and the show is at Hearthcast. You can also call the Hearthcast Hotline at four zero seven five two zero five three four two. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Reduce the Lag and System dot com. You can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for Hearthcast.com.
Earthcast. It's about World of Warcraft. Take a break from your grind if you have the time to listen to our show. We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too. And we would like to thank you for listening. For listening. I said we would like to thank you. 